everybody, and welcome to What's Up With That Bro. It's the podcast where we are watching the TV show Lost in Reverse Order from the last episode to the first episode. Or as we like to say here, we've got to go back words with one of our hosts, Chad Wago. He's never seen Lost before. I have never watched Lost before. Uh, we started filming this podcast or uh, recording this podcast. We should start filming this podcast. I think I think that we should uh, start live streaming as we're yeah. watching the episodes. Oh my god, that's uh, a great idea. Also, I just want to add for the record, uh, thank you, by the way, for that introduction, David yeah. K. Jones, uh, that uh, when we ask what's up with that, bro, we are being non-gender specific yeah. about the term bro. <laughs> uh, isn't that right, other co-host AJ Nieves? Um, yes, that's absolutely right. And thank you for that wonderful introduction. I, I like... Our entire podcast, we're very gender fluid. Yeah, neutral, neutral. Yeah, neutral. we're all gender neutral. Yeah. neutral people. Yeah, all right, that that fits better. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so this week we're considering season three, episode three. Further instructions. Um, after the hatch implodes, the group learns of Locke, Echo, and Desmond's fate. Hurley returns to the beach to tell what happened when he, Jack, Kate, and Sawyer encountered the others. So general synopsis for this episode. I, I like how uh, it's the fate of Echo, Locke, and uh, Desmond. Desmond's fate was just being naked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I loved his arc this episode. He was naked, <laughs> and he got a tie-dye shirt, and just yeah. at the end of the episode, you see him skipping rocks into the ocean, wearing <laughs> a tie-dye shirt. Yeah. Balls out. he was skipping rocks. He, if he was, he is very, very bad for him. <laughs> yeah. Because he's throwing overhand. Yeah. You're right, you're right. He was just chucking rocks. He's just rocks. chucking rocks. <laughs> he's getting rid of some frustration. Like, you just need one hard chuck to just make that tie-dye shirt, like, float <laughs> upwards. Mm-hmm. Everybody on that beach would get a show. Yeah. Just... I just assumed that they were getting that sort of uh, bottom ass yeah. every single time he <laughs> Yeah, I swear. Like, it, like, when he got back to the camp, because he got that shirt from Hurley... But when they got back to the camp, I'm assuming there's got to be more articles of clothing for him to, like, ask for. But yeah. he just is all like, this is good, guys. I'm going to stay in this tie-dye. <laughs> and it was not even, like, a nice tie-dye shirt. No. It was, like, drab colors. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that stood out to me. Yeah. And Hurley smelled it before he gave it to him and made a little face. Yeah. It can't smell good. Yeah. Like, Homeboy is wearing the stinkiest, sweated-out <laughs> tie-dye shirt. Like, As uh, Jay and Silent Bob would put it, his piece was rubbing up on the inside of the armor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that's the first time I've heard that reference. Yeah. I gotta watch Jay and Silent Bob. This that is- was from Dogma, I think. Oh, shit. When, uh, when Bob gives... Uh, oh, what was the name of Chris Rock's character? Rufus. When Rufus uh, Bob the- gives Rufus his uh, coat. Oh, okay. Because okay. Rufus fell from the sky naked. naked. Right, yeah. I remember. And he's like the thirteenth apostle in that movie, right? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I've only seen that movie on Comedy Central and not <laughs> uncensored. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like the muse part is. Did they skip over the muse part on Comedy Central? I don't know. Well, she's not naked. Yeah, yeah, she's not. They're just playing some weird Jackson Five music. That's the only thing I remember about that. No, scene. no, it was New Edition. Oh shit! Yeah. It was New Edition. It was See? Candy Girl. <laughs> oh, it's Candy Girl. Okay. Well, perfect. I. I don't know. I like that movie. I mean, I can understand why people would think it's Jackson 5. Because <laughs> New Edition all sound like young Michael. They do. <laughs> like every single one of them. <laughs> they do. It's like this Bobby Brown kid. Mm-hmm. Well, they they all thought Bobby Brown was going to be the next Michael, right? Yeah. Oh, is that what the whole thing was? I think so. I see. He kind of branched out a little bit, right? Did the Ghostbusters soundtrack for <laughs> part two? He did the part two of for Ghostbusters. Yeah. 
I don't even remember what that song sounds like, but I remember it was whack as fuck. Like, now we can look back and say that. I probably really loved it as a f- child. I was going to say seven-year-old? I don't know, five-year-old? I don't know. The first Ghostbusters yeah. scene was classic, though. Mm. Like, there's only one movie I can think of where the second theme is uh, better than the first one. Which one is that? Karate Kid Part 2. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to say Adam's Family Values. <laughs> I wanted it. I was trying to will it over to you, like Seattle's Valley Valley. Because the first one had the MC Hammer song, right? I think it was the second one. But I, I could I think be it wrong. Was the first one. It was the first one. They do what they want to do, say what they want. I don't, know. So, like, I don't know. What was the second theme song? Did they have one? I I don't think that they had a second Adam's Family theme song. No, yeah. I don't think so. Listeners, like, tweet us your favorite Adam's Family theme song. Yeah, with other than hashtag. the uh, classic theme song. Yeah, yeah. Tw- like we're tw- talking about movie themes. <laughs> yeah, get us all that stuff. Even Ninja Turtles, like the Vanilla Ice song. Oh, yeah. fuck. Ninja Rap. <laughs> ninja Rap. Go Ninja. Go Ninja. Go, go fuck yourself with that song <laughs> in your ass sideways. Jesus Christ. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, but imagine how much worse it would have been if he did that for Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> or like Secret of the Boo. Uh, I, I have I have something I want to admit on this podcast. I've never admitted it. I've, uh-huh. I haven't seen Ghostbusters 1. I've only seen it. <laughs> so in my head, I always associated Ghostbusters 2 as the original Ghostbusters. <laughs> and that's yeah. everybody always says how much they hated the sequel. And I was like... I don't know anything other. I like the sequel. I yeah. mean, I think the first one's objectively a better movie. Mm-hmm. But the second one was really fun. Yeah. I, I It appealed to me more as a child. Yeah. Uh, See, that's the first what it one is. Did. There's, there's that thing, right? Like, I don't know if this is... Um, if there's a term for this, but... Like, back in the 80s and 90s, people kind of had HBO. I don't know if mm-hmm. we talked about this before. And then, like, HBO would, like, show... Or, like, TNT and USA, HBO right. would show the same movies on a loop. Yeah. So, people just kind of defaulted, like, watched it, and they love it. Because yeah. they it's part of their childhood. Like, mm-hmm. like Hook is probably a good example <laughs> of that, too. Like, all those movies are, like, are on so much yeah. that people just... It just it just got sucked up into their yeah. psyche or whatever. Like but for me, it's City Slickers 2. The, the Search for Legend Curly's of Gold. Curly's Gold. Legend oh, of Curly's shit. Gold. Is it Legend or Search? I don't know. I it's, just remember Curly's Gold. Yeah, it's got to be with Curly's Gold. <laughs> I never saw the first one. I don't know anything about Curly other than his twin brother wants his gold. <laughs> I, I remember City Slickers. Yeah. I know that I've watched both City Slickers movies. But I will be damned if I could tell you anything about the first one. <laughs> I couldn't tell you anything about either of those films, but I, I kind of remember the general gist yeah. of it. Most of what I remember from City Slickers 2 is in the beginning, at some point, John Levitz talks about how he milked, uh, milked their cow for him. But then they go, we don't have a cow, you got a bull. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> he tricked that bull off. <laughs> I've never seen the original Breakin', but I've watched Breakin' 2. Oh, Electric Boogaloo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Now we have to buy each other Cokes. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. But, yeah, flashing back to Desmond on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> the last scene of the episode. <laughs> As opposed to us talking about movie sequels. <laughs> no, it, this, this is perfect. It's like it, I think I think our fan base is starting to learn that Lost is just a jump-off point for us to talk about old movies. <laughs> <laughs> just random things we remember about being children. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like the Chris Farley show, but a little bit more yeah. well tempered. But yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what else is going on. Um, but it, I don't. Know, I, I did. I did dig all the the Desmond stuff this episode. It was, it was fun. Uh, even though this was essentially a lock centric episode, we got a yeah. lock flashback, which yeah. is fun, and we get um, 
I think we were talking before the show, we had Budget Aaron Paul. I can't even remember the yeah. character's name. The guy that plays Eddie in this episode. Um, I still I just want to yeah. call him Goku from Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, he's also in him? Shameless. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I did watch Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, it was bad, but my favorite part was uh, all my friends that loved Dragon Ball. All right. Just watching them progressively get angrier and angrier. <laughs> Because the thing is, I don't give a fuck about Dragon right. Ball. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. You just never wore a Dragon Ball head? Oh, uh, well, to be fair, I did like the first series. I um, see. Like Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z, the one that everyone loves. Yeah. I was just like, it's fucking 20 minutes of some dude just standing going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I remember that as a kid. That was like a good 15 minutes of a 20 minute episode that used uh-huh. to come on TV every day. Like just, they would just like cut up. to people talking and go back to, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it's everybody just commenting on the fight that was about to happen. Yeah. The fight would last like all of three seconds. Like it would just be somebody launching maybe a couple of weird blows. Yeah. And what, like, I, what I would hate is they would do that and they would power up some giant like fireball they were going to do that would destroy like half the world. Right. And then the bad guy would just like be standing in the cloud and just like brush his shoulder off. Right. Like, oh. That, like, was, that was a waste of the last 45 minutes. Uh, like, from context, you can look at your villain guy. If he's just standing there totally cool while you're yeah. gathering energy, like, things aren't going to go well for you. Mm-hmm. But I like at that point, stop gathering energy. Yeah. <laughs> Punch <him. laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, but, yeah, we, we do get Locke in this. Um, I don't know, what are you guys thinking about the flashback? Before we even jump onto the island stuff. The flashback yeah. story for do this. Do you think he... That, Locke was in a cult? That's what they were trying to make it. Or were they just, like, farmers? Uh, uh, I thought it was pretty well established that they were weed farmers. Yeah. But it did feel very culty, I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it did feel culty. Like, that's why uh, when I saw the uh, the fertilizer going in, uh, the first thing I thought was not the uh, weed grow house. Right. Uh, I totally thought that it was going to be terrorists. Yeah, yeah. 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 But even like, the guy says, like, oh, I want to help you guys blow up whatever you're going to blow up. Right, right. And, the, yeah, that was, it, there was also a weird thing where, um, I guess when you look back at it, you know, um, retroactively, you kind of see uh, the Eddie character, I'm just going to call him Goku, where you see the Eddie character, <laughs> Goku, he's kind of just asking um, Locke, like, he, he kind of has that one scene where he goes, like, oh, so-and-so is into you. And he's like, oh, she's like half my age. And he's like... She looks like she's looking for a daddy. And then he just goes, that's not a funny joke. And he's like, yes, I was joking. Because I think he's trying to suss out. Because like, you know how cults have that thing, right? Yeah. Where It's always like one old dude just fucking everybody in the cult. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. for these weird little offshoot cults. Not like the general giant ones, but like just the ones where it's just like somebody on a, on a plot of land. They're yeah. just kind of just living it up. But you know that dude is fucking everybody's wives. <laughs> it's fucking wild. And daughters. Yeah. And, and daughters. It's also <laughs> terrible. Oh, but yeah, he was like trying to suss out like, what kind of cult is this? Is this the is this the the guy f- fucking everybody kind or is this a kind? suicide cult? Yeah, is yeah. this a sex cult? Turns waiting. out it was a weed selling cult. Yeah. yeah. And like this is so. I mean, it almost has a feeling of uh, I don't know. It just has a feeling of being kind of quaint. Like we're in in our 2018 mind where like. Weed is kind of like legalized in multiple states. I think something like also, uh, yeah. congratulations, Canada. Yeah, yeah. Canada is awesome. They're, they they got their weed stuff on point. Yeah, they just legalized recreational marijuana. Yeah. So I've dated this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah, like 
it, it seems like um yeah that was a that was an interesting drug there's a lot of shit going on in this episode um just the flashback alone there is those farmers they had a method of devising or whether whether each that was a part of this group. I don't even want to call it a cult. They're like <laughs> this grouping of people, like or is they this had family, this yeah. family where they had to define they, they had to define themselves as either being a hunter or a farmer. And um, they, what was the point of that? Like being a part know. of this family. Why do you have to define yourself as? Yeah, no, I think that they were just tying it in because uh, to show that Locke had experience with going into a vision hut. Yeah, I see. Also, uh, now that I've pointed out that uh, they constantly said family, uh, and you have to divide yourself into two groups, uh, I would like to ask all of you guys, uh, because I feel like we are part of a family, are you fast or are you furious? (laughs) (laughs) When I think of created families, like not not blood families, but created families, I always think of fast and furious. That that is the perfect go-to, yeah. The, the most well-known of all the pop culture families. Yeah. What would you say you are, dude? Uh, I would say that I'm fast more often than I'm furious. Yeah? I'm not a very angry person. <laughs> I am furious. <laughs> I go furious. Like, I don't know. I, I have this, like, uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I would say furious. I'm not saying in the terms of anger, but I feel like I'm, I'm suffering less fools nowadays. Like, the older I get, the less fools I'm willing to suffer. <laughs> it's just more like, and I'm, my, my furiousness is climbing up, <laughs> dealing with people that are... That are foolish. Yeah. So there you go. Um, you got yeah two furiouses and a fast. <laughs> That's a good balance. That's a pretty decent mm-hmm. balance. Yeah. Also, the other reason why I probably thought about that is uh, Eddie is an undercover cop. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, this is basically Fast and the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> this is. <laughs> but instead of like instead of fast cars, you just have a lot of guns peach, and weed. Guns yeah. and weed and peach farming. Like oh, they're yes. doing all of that shit on that that goddamn place. Yeah, so Locke is basically Vin Diesel. They're both bald men. <laughs> so like, did Locke have to do any time for this? I don't ever see him mentioning having to go to prison or anything. I think they just. I think this is like a one-off, and they kind of just let that story. Yeah, I don't think that they ever uh, brought this back up again. I have a feeling about this, and I don't. <laughs> that I have no evidence to back this up, but this seems like, and this this is like a part in the meta, but it feels like this was like a writer. Who had like a, maybe a short story in his desk, and then like he got hired yeah. to to the writing staff, and he's all like, "Oh, I got a perfect story to add into like Locke's backstory," because this shit doesn't ever come back. A lot of back, a lot of Locke's backstory comes back throughout the series. All the stuff with his dad and and uh, his dad being a con man and all that stuff. But this episode, we get this one off where like it's Locke in a commune. That's dealing weed and they're getting yeah. infiltrated by some, like, you know, fresh-faced cop. Which seems very, like, somebody, like, sat at their typewriter and they're like, I don't want to write an episode. I'm going to write a totally <laughs> different story. And they just folded it in later because they had deadlines to meet. But, I'm still trying to come up with a weed-based pun for Point Break. <laughs> <laughs> um, blunt Break? I can't. No, that's not yeah. That, that kind of goes a little. It doesn't really fit yeah. in. I mean, joint break joint works break. on paper, but not out loud. Yeah. Yeah, when you say it out loud, it's like, what, what do you mean? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> cush break? Everybody takes a break for cush. No, that doesn't even flow. Yes, uh, joint break. Oh. I think joint break's <laughs> probably the best. Yeah. I like joint break. <laughs> we, should, we should make that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to call Dave Chappelle. 
Like, hey, buddy, we know you had a bad experience on Half-Baked, but we need you to back <laughs> us up here. We're doing joint break. It's point break, but with weed <laughs> instead of surfing. <laughs> we'll be honest with you, Dave. This is actually just our springboard movie. We're hoping to do all kinds of other stuff. We're hoping to do a Die Hard with weed, and then we're going to do a, uh, I don't know, like a, um, a Die Hard 2 with weed. <laughs> we're doing the entire Die Hard series. Smoke weed or die hard. <laughs> That's too crazy. Yeah. You know, they were so like on the on the hush about it. Was was nobody lighting up on that farm? This is just strictly <laughs> a money operation, and they're just playing it straight yeah. down the middle. Or I feel like oh, I feel like people didn't know what was going on in that greenhouse. Like that was a secret that only some of the people knew. Yeah, yeah. And everyone else thought they were in a cult and growing peaches. <laughs> or or maybe you know everyone just had to live by the uh, don't get high off your own supply line. Uh, I suppose. Yeah, that seems like about right. Which would have been perfect if they actually got Aaron Paul for this, because this would have been like a little precursor to what he did later in his career. But uh, it's still fun. Still fun watching Goku tear it up with with Locke. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very strange. But that was that's a very even like um some of the scenes where they first bring Eddie onto the compound mm. and uh, they're having dinner or whatever, and they ask Locke to say grace. Locke does, but it seems like a weird grace prayer that he says. Like, uh, um, a very strange grace prayer. Yeah. prayer. Like, uh, like he, he says, like, you know, I don't know what we're doing, but to hell with it, and this and that. And, uh, it's just like, oh, what a strange prayer. But, yeah, but, yeah it just seems very... A hell of a lot better than the family that I had before. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so. yeah, throw a burn in there for his birth family. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, God, remember how my family is terrible? We'll put this in my prayer real quick. Um, also, I don't think that uh, it was ever brought up in uh, the episode why he had so many fucking guns. Yeah. Like, we can, I guess they're letting us, like, connect the dots. Like, if you're growing weed, you gotta defend it with a bunch of guns. Yeah. Like, that's not a thing. Like, I mean, kind of. One guy with a gun, and then he, a couple of other rifles for them to go hunting with. I suppose. Maybe yeah. if they're... If it just they're, seemed like too many guns. Right. Because presumably yeah. they already had at least one or two guns there. They had rifles and there was like a sidearm yeah. in that truck bed too. So mm-hmm. like, like, are you shooting? I guess you could, but are you hunting with your weird ass sidearm? <laughs> yeah, it looks so... It was like a little tiny baby gun. Now that, that one's to protect the farm. Yeah. <laughs> protect the family. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just... I, we didn't see it, but there's like Vin Diesel is on the farm talking about family. There's a scene that they have to cut out before the grace scene. When Vin Diesel was barbecuing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the corona in hand. Uh-huh. Good lord. Well, maybe we could talk about the island stuff too now. Yeah. Um, we get all kinds of stuff on this episode is jam packed with a bunch of weird shit, yeah. which is loss operating at its peak, <laughs> like where its engines are revving. Because I feel like this show does its best when it's. When it's tackling all that weird stuff, we got a sweat lodge. There's yeah. the more bears. stuff that it throws at you, the better an episode of Lost mm-hmm. is usually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because you get it. I think it's just so much shit coming at you that you get a chance to just you're... you can't dwell on the wait. That doesn't make sense, <laughs> right? I mean, as opposed to us seeing like a bottle episode. I don't know what a good example of a bottle episode. Maybe um, I don't know. Ab Eternal, where we were focusing on the life of um, of Richard or whatever. That one. Was a little weird because it was just mostly just him and his backstory versus something like this where there's like some million things that they just kind of threw at the wall and like yeah, some of this will stick and then we'll just keep writing for those storylines yeah. and let all the other ones fall to the wayside which mm-hmm. seemed to be like 
the maximum that this show was working on, especially early in the earlier seasons. Yeah, well, I think they also have the uh, they have this hallucination where Boone's pushing him in the wheelchair through the airport and seeing all the people and like trying to figure out who it is that he's got to save. And it's all very cryptic things that he keeps saying about everybody, which gives us our imagination more room to go. Oh, why does they say that about? Oh yeah, these but people basically or everything yeah. that he said was just no, not yet, yeah, <laughs> not yet, <laughs> not those ones, not them. So. Maybe we could talk about the hallucination. Is this a genuine hallucination, or is this the smoke monster? I'm assuming it kind of is, but they show an aspect of the smoke monster. If this is indeed him, that they don't show in any other part of the series, which he can affect dreams, or he can he can take people on vision quests now. If that was him, I'm not saying that it is, but maybe it really was a, just a general hallucination. But. I want to say that it was a real uh, hallucination, because, like I said, uh, the flashback... Uh, it shows that he knows how to work in the sweat lodge. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can see that. He's, he's, he's done these before. Mm-hmm. So he, he knows how to make that drug paste, whatever that was that he was eating. What was that? I mean, they didn't need to explain it. They just had enough time to show us you know, him yeah. doing his thing. And also have Charlie point out, like, oh, that might be drugs. Mm. Yeah. So strange. But still, yeah. Still also, I have no idea what it is that you eat in a sweat lodge to get hallucinations. <laughs> like, I would assume peyote, right. but why would they have peyote on the island? Why would they have peyote? Why would they have, like, yeah. ayahuasca? Uh-huh. Hugo mentioned something about funny mushrooms in one of the episodes we were already oh, seeing. Okay. That I could understand why they would have that on the island. Yeah. 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 It was like, oh, man. Yeah. That'd be great. If we were... <laughs> I feel like if we were <laughs> stuck on an island, I... And you knew there was, like, hallucinogenic drugs to do. You would just do them all the time. Oh, my God. If I was stuck in an island, yeah. I'd just be... <laughs> I'd be going to town. Balls. <laughs> it just It would just be me with crazy dilate, dilated eye, like <laughs> eyeballs sitting on the beach just going, like, Hey, man, this is just... This is all a part of it. This like is you, all a part of it. Like, your eyes would look like that one episode of The Simpsons after <laughs> Homer licks his toad. <laughs> exactly. Uh... Do we do we we just get lock story pretty much in this episode, right? Like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, but we don't really get a chance to check in with some of the other lossies, maybe with the like, exception of Charlie gives like the update mm-hmm. about what's happened to everyone else. And that's about it. I see. Yeah, yeah. This is very. This is I, this is something that I like that that lost us too. Is like when even when they're doing frenetic episodes like this, where just shit just spread out with all the different um, items that they're covering. They I do like it a lot when it's when it's that when it's focused on like a, one or two of the characters and we can really get into it versus where they're just where they're doing all those chess piece episodes or you just have to try and like get people to certain parts of the island and then those ones seem more like a slog but yeah 20 something episodes per year i'm sure like some of them you know you can't make 20 yeah. something great episodes some right. of them are gonna have to be just chess piece moving yeah so. just connect those good episodes with Something else to get yeah. just to get you between them with people walking in between them. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like that's most entertainment, right? I mean, especially if you're doing long form stuff like this show. Like, I mean, there's always going to be like peaks and valleys for the show. There's, I mean, with the exception of maybe a few TV shows, one that I can mention, maybe my opinion why is probably Breaking Bad. They just didn't seem to have a bad episode. Minus that fly one, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar with any of that stuff. Yeah, it seems like it. It would. It would it would be unreasonable to expect all the episodes to be great, but just some of them seem like more of a slog. This one wasn't one of them, so I was kind of happy with the way this one ended up for a lot. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, lock-heavy episode, though. Yeah. Oh, where Locke saves Mr. Echo from a polar bear. Yeah. Motherfucking. Which I believe is the last time that we see a bear in the series. Yeah, I think so. We yeah. see a bear skeleton, but that's it. Yeah. They must have had some real trouble with that CGI whenever <laughs> they did it, because it they, they did some quick cuts to the no. bear, and I guess the idea... Might have been to like, oh, what's more scarier than you're imagining a bear? So they, they imagining a bear while the camera's shaking. <laughs> yeah. So like they had that bear where he got sprayed in the face with the hairspray yeah. and fire or whatever, and then like he turned to leave and run away, but that bear looks so awkward, like in that <laughs> like where he was trying to run away, it just looked very like like nineties style Dreamcast graphics yeah. or something weird. It just that didn't bear seem was great. even worse than that submarine. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think people had some, some some stuff to say about that when it aired, too. Like, those bears didn't look realistic. Yeah. I'm like, eh, it's fine. And plus, too, like, when they shot, when they made this, like, like I can imagine, like, now we have, like, Planet of the Apes, where, like, they can make the fur realistic on these right. moving yeah. models. But, you know, back they then. They still wouldn't have had the money to do it on a <laughs> TV show. Oh, though. shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, can we do, can we make this polar bear look like this? I'm like, yo, dude, we have 20 more episodes <laughs> after this. This is nineteen. This is two thousand six. Yeah. We're doing like twenty six. We have a twenty six episode order that we need to fulfill, and this is our budget. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like even if uh, the state of CGI in two thousand six was not great, but this is way worse than that because it's on a TV budget. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. The thing is, if I recall correctly, I think the very first time they show a polar bear on the show. J.J. Abrams really didn't want to do CGI. He wanted to do practical, so it was like oh. a like a stuffed bear kind of thing that they used, and it looked real bad. So after that episode, they're like, "Okay, we're gonna have to do CGI from now on." Holy crap! I can understand so why he would have wanted to yeah. do like the practical effects, right? Because I mean, like, look at the first Jurassic Park. Yeah, it it still holds up, right? Yeah, that's because there is way less CGI in it than people think. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of miniatures and stuff. I think a lot of it was Puppets. miniatures. A yeah. lot of it was animatronics, giant fucking animatronics. Yeah. How nuts is that? Like that? Like somebody had to like had to control an animatronic T Rex head or whatever for some of those scenes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I just, we went and saw it at the theater for the twenty fifth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Went with my, my fiance. And the effects all still hold up. Yeah, right? yeah, on the big screen it was great. Really? But mm-hmm. it was because it was a special like showing that they did before the movie started. They did like a twenty five minute fan cut of the movie. Oh, that was just people like recreating scenes, and it got cut together into like twenty five minutes. And like halfway through it, she was just like, "Oh, when is this going to be over?" <laughs> and I was like, "I love this so much. I just want to watch this for three hours." <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that movie was. That movie was like ninety two or something, 94, right? Ninety four. Ninety four. Holy shit! Like they could do that stuff. Ninety four sounds sterling. I want to say like ninety two or ninety three. Because yeah. uh, I I want to say I was in fifth grade. That would make me eleven. So nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because it was the twenty fifth anniversary. So then, yeah, that I would see. be ninety three. I remember like going into like the the movie theater. I saw it at the Pro Ridge movie theater here on the island as a kid, and I remember like I went with a bunch of family members. Family members are very loud and very black. <laughs> just the, and they're like, I remember like having to see it twice because I was like, I got most of it, but what the fuck is going on in this movie? I uh, I watched it at Kahala Mall with my family, and uh, I remember it was the first time I'd ever waited in line to watch a movie. Holy shit! Because ah. it was just 
packed. Yeah. The line went to... Uh, I don't know if you remember where Walden Books in Kahala Mall was? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Claire's? Uh, don't, don't the ear-piercing place? Maybe. Uh, you, you know the slipper place, uh, um, Island Soul? Don't know. But I'm familiar with Kahala Mall, but... Okay. Banana stores. Republic? No. Okay. Long's. Yes. <laughs> All right. It wasn't quite the longs. Oh, okay. Oh, sh- wow. So it was it was that long? Yeah. Holy crap. Holy crap. Yeah, that's where longs got their name from. <laughs> from like, the movie theater line. I'm like outside. just naming like everything in the middle of like, in, like a certain section of the mall. And he's just like, no. No. Nope. I, I, I got no idea. I, I, I remember some of some of Kahala's setup, but it's been so long. Like you're like, I remember the movie theater. Orange Julius, Pizza <laughs> Hut, Long, maybe a Liberty Sun. House. That's it. <laughs> Liberty House. I it's just that. like, oh, you remember the ends of every corner. Yeah, I remember just the coming around. Yeah, yeah, I see. Holy shit! Do you remember watching it as a little kid? Yeah, Dress I remember. Up? It was the first movie I ever saw twice in the theater. Oh shit! Because the first How time I went, AJ's went? family wouldn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you watched eight? it? Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah. But I love dinosaurs, so that's what it was. I mean, we're kids growing up yeah. in the 90s. Of course we love dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. I had a um, I had a buddy uh, from, like, uh, elementary who saw that movie and loved dinosaurs. And, like, t- now today, in 2018, he's, like, a paleontologist. Like, well, you really stuck with that, yeah. didn't oh, you? Oh, man. Like, holy shit. <laughs> he's living the dream. I suppose. Yeah, I remember, like, uh before Jurassic Park, I was like, I really want to be a paleontologist. <laughs> and then, like, watching the movie, I was like, oh, man, I really want to be a paleontologist. <laughs> I don't know how that movie would put you on the path to wanting to be a paleontologist. <laughs> it shows terrible things happening to paleontologists. Nah. Right? Or, um, or they're they're discovering stuff, and they're like, do you want to see a real one? And they're like, yeah, let's take you to this island where all the fucked up shit happens. I know it's fantasy, but, like, in my mind, I would want to be a paleontologist just so, like, What's the name of the old guy in the movie? Um, John Hammond. John Hammond. I just want him to come and visit me. That's the whole point. I, I would be carrying out some mission of like an eight-year-old version of myself. <laughs> going like, if I can become a paleontologist, maybe John Hammond will come to my work site one day while I'm like showing a kid some weird talent about, you know, gutting him out. And also, maybe... from just watching that movie, what was that kid doing at a dinosaur dig site if you thought dinosaurs what were so stupid? What was that kid doing there? Holy shit. He was probably related to whoever was financing uh, the dig. That, that one kid that's in that scene, yeah. I feel like he had a run of movies that was, he was like, he was like some weird <laughs> kid actor. And then it, you just don't see him after that. Like he was in Jurassic Park. I remember seeing him in like Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child or something <laughs> like that. And he was like in a few other horror movies, but I just remember that kid going like, hey, that's that one kid. Yeah. I can't, I don't remember his name. I'm not going to Google it now. Maybe our, our, our folks are listening to me good. But yeah. Damn. I remember that. I remember that kid very clearly. Here's a picture of him as an adult with hashtag dinosaur hater. <laughs> Dino hater. <laughs> the uh, the thing about like how does that movie make you want to be a paleontologist? Though I mean, like if if you think about it, like who are the only people that got out of that movie like good? Because well, yeah. Because well, the thing is, it's like if if you are basing what you want to be. On uh, Jurassic Park, I know you don't want to be a lawyer. Oh, you know what you need to be? You need to be a chaotic mathematician or whatever the fuck uh, Jeff Goldblum Jeff was. Goldblum yeah. was. 
Yeah, it's like you have to be a mathematician. That that's it. That's all that's left for you. Because you're not going to be a computer programmer. Yeah. Because that, that's Dennis Nedry. Yeah, and you can hold on to your yeah. butts, not when they're disconnected from your body yeah. from dinosaur bite. Jesus Christ! Did he get eaten by a dinosaur in that movie? Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. Either he that or he ripped his own arm off. And left it. <laughs> that's right. There's a, just that one scene where the arm falls. Mm-hmm. Uh. I don't even remember it being Samuel Jack. Well, like a a, a a version of his arm. I don't know. I I, I don't remember it was Sam Jackson's arm. <laughs> it was a black man's arm. I just remember he's the only black guy in the movie. <laughs> uh, he was he was the guy in the chair. Wayne Knight was in that yeah. movie. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Wayne Knight had like a two movie run. It was like that and Space Jam, yeah. and then mm-hmm. nobody ever saw him again. Like what happened to Wayne Knight? Like we don't talk about him. He's gone forever. Was he in Rat Race? No, I don't think so. Another bad guy, Mr. Bean. Yeah, was I think like it was him and Mr. Bean trying to get a heart across the country, or is it some other bad guy? Oh, I don't remember. Rat Rat Race. That's a low key yeah. great movie. I know <laughs> that needs a movie by minute podcast. <laughs> to this day, me and a bunch of my friends who cannot remember anything about that movie, <laughs> uh, anytime. Uh, someone tries to challenge someone else at anything. Someone goes, it's a race. It's a race. I hope I win. Uh, I would have put my money on Mr. Bean to win, too. And, and lost it terribly. But, yeah. That was a fun movie. It showed yeah. you the terror, the, the horrors of gambling addiction. <laughs> where you, if you have enough money, you're willing to bet on a group of people finding whatever they're trying to find yeah. in that movie. But here, here, here's the thing about Rat Race. Yes, Rat Race was a massively underrated movie. It uh-huh. was a lot of fun. But it's still no Cannonball Run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I I um, I remember Cannonball Run, but very... Do you remember Cannonball Run 2 better? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I saw part two. But, like, I wish I, wish I could have just completed the joke and just been like, I only saw Cannonball Run 2. <laughs> But I, I don't remember Cannonball Run 2. I remember Cannonball Run a little. But God damn. Yeah, Burt Reynolds made some great fucking Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about Smokey and the Bandit, too. Oh, shit. I... Also, and, too. Yeah. Smokey and the Bandit also, and Smokey and the Bandit, too. <laughs> uh, that movie, I heard the sequel was shot, like, in quick succession to the first one. They're like, we got to capitalize on this Smokey and the Bandit yeah. thing that we're doing. I don't know. They eventually made so many sequels that Burt Reynolds like, fuck you guys, I'm not doing any more of this shit. And like, then they just me... had a movie that was only the cops. Jesus. <laughs> like, give me a call in 30 years when you do a Boogie Nights. I'll pop yeah. up in the... Mm-hmm. Oh, Rest good. in peace. Yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. Uh, you guys can't see it, uh, the, who are listening, but Chad just poured out some for his boy. Yeah, um, just on the floor. Yeah, right here in the oh, studio. The studio. <laughs> <laughs> just like... Beer right on the hardwood floor. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Uh, Reynolds. I don't, I don't know why I'm saying goodbye to Burt Reynolds on our podcast, but it's fine. You know that he, he died like last month. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it, oh. w- it was a while ago, but uh, we never really addressed it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's why you're saying goodbye to him, right? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's the one month anniversary of his death. Yeah. Uh, Now we've dated the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) If you can figure out which date we recorded this episode, tweet at us with uh, hashtag date this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a great reality show. (laughs) 
Well, it's just a bunch of, uh, they bring in 12 different people to date podcast people. I don't know what that would be. Podcasters. Podcasters. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I said podcast people. Pod people. I don't know. Podcasters is the <laughs> best hands down. That would why be, am I, that would be I, interesting, though, if you have, uh, like, how, if you wanted to do that, you, you would have, like, a group of, uh, uh, like, Let's let's just say that they're going to be women going in because okay. obviously uh, I think that we know that well women do podcast the vast majority of podcasters are dudes yeah so uh, they bring in like twelve women or whatever number AJ just said <laughs> and then they have the women listening to the podcast and then uh, it's when they tap out so oh. it's like. <laughs> eventually they'll be like, oh, I don't really want to listen to this anymore. And it's like, well, you're not going to date the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but if you make it to the end of the podcast and you're still in uh, and you're interested, then you get to go out on a date with one of the podcasters <laughs> and it's going to be like an all expenses paid thing. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like fucking, that sounds like that would be a great show. Some. Like, we, we, re- all right, it's already recorded, guys. It's, it's here. Yeah. It's here on this recording. We've already thought about it and hashed it out. <laughs> so, if anybody comes, like, trying to, to take that idea, it's already and, been established. Yeah, yeah on tape. <laughs> if people are, like, really going to try and get on that show uh, on the podcast side because they're, like, oh man, we're going to get to have our podcast played for a national mm. television audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like oh, that, <laughs> that'd be amazing. They could seek out like really weird, like crafted podcasters, like somebody that does something on a very specific subject. Yeah. Like I like smoking meat, so there's a smoking <laughs> meaters podcast, and then they 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 just introduce the twelve women or whatever, and you have to like. We should to probably have more than twelve. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be a sample size of like fifty yeah. people, and fifty women. Or men, or whatever, whoever's whatever podcast you're doing. Yeah, I mean, like you, know, you could have a podcast with women and then have men, uh, or or we could not be heteronormative and uh, you know mix it up. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be hella fun. Uh, you guys remember Lost? But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they, uh, when Hurley is talking about when he's like recapping everything for Desmond, he mentions that when they when they took. Jack and everybody, that that dude Henry from the the hatch was there, and I guess he's the leader. Like, who, who's Henry? What's that about? Oh yeah, I have no idea who Henry is. I have yet to meet him. I think. Mm. Yeah, I forgot about that 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 little quick scene. Henry Hatch, <laughs> <laughs> the Hatchman. Yeah, I uh, see. Um, it's kind of neat. We get that spirit vision on island. We get Boone back for a bit. Yeah, it's literally, I think, the third time I've seen Boone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He must have had a good relationship with the showrunners or something, because he comes back. (laughs) Well, well, not really. He came back at the very end. I think once per season, at least, it seems like. Yeah. I don't think it was once per season. Well, he came back in the last season. That was season six. Yeah. He came back in season five. I don't think he showed up in season uh, four at all. Okay. Four was like freighter stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember seeing him there. I think we had like, we yeah, were dead guy and, and, and Michael or whatever. Um, um, but yeah, we saw him in season six when uh, they have the fight behind O'Toole's. Oh, yeah. 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 And then we saw him in season five 
when he's on the plane sitting right. next to Locke. Yeah. That's right, I remember that. Like, right before the uh, change reality or whatever. I see. I wonder if it was one of those things where maybe... I think um, Lost was, was probably a good springboard for that guy. Because after that, he got, like, Vampire Diaries and mm-hmm. probably some other stuff, too, right? Yeah. So he was kind of around for a bit. So he was just like, all right, thanks, Lost, for boosting me up. I'll come back once a season <laughs> as a, a cameo. I don't know yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking that in those Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> let you guys fly me to Hawaii for you to <laughs> film this. Yeah. I don't think anyone's career was made worse by being on Lost. Seriously, right? Like, even Nikki and Paolo got a boost off of that show. Like, I think probably the person who did stuff before Lost and their post-Lost career was the biggest step down was Dominic Monaghan. But, I mean, Mm. how else was he supposed to match the success of being a Hobbit? I know. Yeah, but, I mean, he did get to do his, his dream show, which is his the one bug where, show. Yeah, his bug show. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen any of that? No, I have not. Well, oh my God, uh, YouTube it if you can, because Homeboy is really into bugs. Like he's really, <laughs> really into insects. Like, like he has a fascination and an excitement. Anyway, that's that's a that's a different podcast. But Jesus Christ, he he loves bugs. Yeah, he so, loves bugs. Uh, listeners, tweet us links to that show. <laughs> the hashtag me. dude loves bugs. Maybe Matthew Fox. Yeah, he kind of yeah. fell off, no? Because I think he tried... Wasn't it that he did Speed Racer after this and was like, I'm going to be a movie star or nothing? Yeah, and then and he then ended he, up... He, he ended up as nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did He did Speed Racer and he did this one... I remember he probably did some other stuff, but I remember this other thing that came out right after Lost was finished. It was like some weird Nick of Time movie or something where he ends up being a bad guy in that uh. one, but it's like... The film is something like um, they keep on showing you the same instance over and over again. And the instance takes like 13 minutes and they keep on retreading the same 13 minutes to make like a two hour film. And it's like him becoming like planting a bomb in a building or something mm. like that. I forget what the film was called. Was it trying to shoot somebody? I think so. It was almost like a Johnny Depp, Nick of Time-esque type of movie, but I can't mm. remember what it was. But I just know he was in there as some kind of baddie. Um, Let me try and look up Rashomon type movies. Yeah, yeah, it's it's probably on. Yeah. It's because it's, it's, it I, I feel like uh, I've seen the poster for this movie before. Oh, yeah. I see. But yeah, like yeah, Matthew Fox seems like he's kind of fell off. Evangeline Lilly, on the other hand, 2018 has been great to her. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! Like she's doing a lot of stuff. Well, I don't know a lot, but yeah, she's, she's doing Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp, and then other stuff. <laughs> Yeah, she's yeah, she's really championing like championing championing. Mm. I can't speak words, <laughs> but like uh, she's really in in for um, an all female Marvel movie. I think oh. she was on the record as saying like if they can get a bunch of girls together, it'd be fun. Yeah, I want to see more of Valkyrie. Yeah, oh, yeah she was fun. Yeah, this Thompson's great. Yeah, well, so there's that. Um, as far as as far as the rest of the episode, I did like that we got, we, I like that we got the uh, we got Echo back for a little bit. Oh, I'm yeah. looking forward to having Echo back on the show for a little bit. <laughs> favorite, one of my favorite yeah. characters. It's like him and Fisher Stevens. It's like <laughs> straight down the middle. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like um, yeah, Vantage Point. That's the movie Vantage Point. Oh, I think I remember. When that came out, it wasn't a good movie. Like it was very, it was like a very B movie. Like it was, it was, um, it was 
simple and it kind of got you there, but you're like, well, I'm going to forget this movie and it's time. Well, I think he yeah. filmed that during Lost. Really? Yeah, because it says 2008. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, Homeboy was trying to like climb up. He was all like, came from Party of Five, then did Lost, and he was just all like, ah, I was the lead in this. I can be the lead in most things. And yeah. then just Hollywood just like, no, we're moving on. <laughs> We have uh, we have Dak Shepard to do all that. <laughs> I don't know why Dak Shepard is my is my anti Matthew Fox, but he is, you guys. Yeah, I see it. I like Dak Shepard. Uh, I don't know if uh, Speed Racer Two with Dak Shepard as Racer X. I don't know if I was by that though. <laughs> yeah, it's just a blonde, a blonde headed Racer X with some blonde hair poofing out of that yeah. Racer X mask with his dopey ass face. <laughs> I don't dislike Dak Shepard. I just think he looks kind of dopey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a dopey dude. But he's a good demon, though. So uh, when they when they're talking about the polar bear, uh, Hurley says, "Oh, but didn't uh, didn't Sawyer kill the polar bear? Like, oh, he killed a polar bear. How how do you think that Sawyer killed that polar bear? Oh shit! I think that Sawyer set up a trap for Ooh. the bear, like a spike pit or something. <laughs> I think Sawyer you think he conned him into it, it dying. Or he nicknamed him into yeah. death. He just kept on throwing nicknames at him. The Come on, just, Yogi. The bear just like <laughs> fell on a stick and was like, "This is better than that." Like you know, it was, it was all over for him. But what's the matter, Smokey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I am running out of bear puns for you. Uh-oh. Hey, Mister Second Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> I love those arms. You've got bear arms. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, like, I, like we just go like we need a really offensive reference to a bear, please. And Sawyer, go. <laughs> Aren't you gonna chase me, large gay man? <laughs> oh shit! Winner, winner, chicken dinner yeah. with that one right there. Oh, that's perfect. Oh yeah! So tweet us your favorite bear puns with hashtag bear puns. <laughs> Also, I just want to point out for the record that uh, Charlie mentions that uh, he doesn't say it specifically, like he doesn't use the words, but he says that polar bears are smarter than the average bear. <laughs> he does say that. Yeah. He, he uses the words, they're the Einstein of bears. Yeah. Of, of the of the bear, bear community. The bear community. <laughs> that is the best way to put that. Because that means that there is a brotherhood amongst all the bears of the world. Black bears, brown bears, polar bears. Every bear is a part of the bear community. I really hope somebody on Grinder has that on their profile. That part the of Einstein, Einstein of the bear community. Yeah, oh, I, I would. It's like the grinder profile is like I wouldn't describe myself as this, but friends of mine have <laughs> described me as the Einstein of the bear community. Yeah. Like I'm smart and big <laughs> mm-hmm. That's and white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And German, but the good kind. <laughs> oh. Wait, are we talking about Einstein or polar bears? Einstein. Okay. I, I was bears. talking about polar bears. <laughs> they have a lot in common. <laughs> I like to think Einstein is the polar bear of the human community. Uh. <laughs> he is much faster and smarter and stronger than us. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, my God. He leaves his white hair for all over the place. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but polar bears in the wild, they really do have that wild hair and a mustache. We <laughs> don't see it. their tongues out. Like, <laughs> yeah. like um, it's very, like, they're almost called the Don King Bear. <laughs> <laughs> same, same look. <laughs> same look. Oh. All right, well, it's time to start wrapping up. Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. Easter, Easter eggs. Easter egg where... Just like almost every time they have an airport, it is the convention center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, episode opens up with a, a close-up of an eye. It's Locke's eye this time. Uh, and yeah, in the convention center airport scene, Hurley's at a computer where that shows the numbers, and then you hear that countdown clock sound. Yeah. Oh, and he's wearing a Geronimo Jackson shirt. Yeah, that... That's the song that's playing in the van, right? Or something later on? What is the... Geronimo uh, Jackson's just a fictional band that shows up all the time. Oh! Yeah, they're referenced uh, yeah. repeatedly. I see. We, we've talked about yeah. this probably on other podcasts. And, and I think yeah. in the Flash... And in the... Do you keep on thinking that Geronimo Jackson is Three Dog Night? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Are you are you thinking about the uh, the Cheech episode where uh, Hurley's driving around yeah. in the van? I think so. Donut? Yeah, that's yeah. Three Dog Night. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and I'm thinking like, oh look, look at this Geronimo Jackson song yeah. they played in in this in this film. <laughs> oh, why didn't they use the most famous Geronimo Jackson song, "Joy to the World"? <laughs> uh, anywhere else? Is, is that the most famous Three Dog Night song? Think so, yeah. Or do you think it's one? Don't you have that one song? It's been a three dog night. And <laughs> <laughs> I've been working like a dog. That's that's a little repetitive, but more power to those yeah. guys. Good job, Beatles. Locke, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there he's on a, a peach farm, so he has to eat a peach and he just loves eating juicy fruit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, he fucking demolished the I mango. I thought you were making a face-off reference. <laughs> <laughs> or a president of the United States of America reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to see that scene with Nicolas Cage and just have in the background millions of peaches. Just morning, millions of peaches. Those fucking face waterfalls. Oh. Uh, um, so oh, peaches. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, Charlie, he tells when Locke's like, "Hey, you can't come into the the the, uh, the cave with me." Charlie says, "You don't get to tell me what I can't do." Right? Yeah. Is that is that like a, is that standard for every Locke episode? Is do they have to have at no, least one of those? I think it does. I think it happens. Yeah, because like in every Locke episode, that happens, right? Like he always has that one line that he falls back on. Yeah, and it, it's usually, "Don't tell me what I can't do." Right, but. Charlie has to do it the British way, which is, you don't get to tell me what I can't do. He had to be very proper yeah, about it. Yeah, getting more verbose. <laughs> uh, guys... Yeah, and then there's a, in, inside that cave, there's some Dharma bodies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually kind of fun to see. Like, they they descended into the cave where, um, well, what is that story model? I don't know if it's the... Um, it's the one hero's journey the hero's journey where like somebody has to send into hell yeah. right mm-hmm. so they do that every season at at the end of the season i know it's for lost but it seems like we had like a mini version of that with that cave is that the, yeah they're not descending into it but they're going into this dark ass cave and at the end is where you're meeting with this this man-eating beast who's yeah. proven his skill with all these dead dharma bodies and all that <laughs> stuff so that was uh, kind of fun to see um i don't know how 
a bear would drag a man into that into that cave without like leaving some mortal wounds. It feels like that like Echo could have been more busted yeah. up, but I'm splitting hairs here. Um, yeah, I mean he's out of it for the whole episode and the next few. Next episodes. time we see him, he's dead. Yeah. yeah, I think this was like probably at the height of not the height, but I want to imagine that this is like something like where. They're like deep in negotiations, maybe for future seasons, and he just wasn't playing ball. And they're just all like, I think he wanted more and he wasn't giving it. So they're just like, well, I'm not going to act that much. And they're like, well, fuck you then. We'll give you some scenes where you can just be kind of like out of it for a few episodes and then you're gone. Um, But yeah, I wonder if that was the thing or not. Is that all we have for Easter eggs? Yeah. Perfect. Well, that launches us right into um, our next segment, next week's episode. And I like that name. That's a good name for the segment. Oh, okay. Next week's episode? Yeah. Yes. So this right. is now the officially titled Chad's Predictions for next week. Titled right. next week's episode. Please remind me next week. I'm going to forget. <laughs> like, you, you guys know me. Like, but I'll you named it. it. I, I did. And you also know who I am. I'm the guy that forgets everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, so next week's episode is entitled The Glass Ballerina. Oh, uh, there is a figurine of a glass ballerina mm. that is inside the hatch, which implodes. Oh. Mm. So there's... Oh, that would be a great story if we were just following an inanimate object. It's like <laughs> Captain Corelli's mandolin or some shit where they just follow a violin throughout the whole movie. It would just oh. be the, the glass ballerina. Yeah, like... Uh, that would actually be a really good episode. I don't think that's what the episode's about. <laughs> but that would be really good if... Uh, you know, the, the flashbacks are all how it got to the island. Oh, and shit. And all of the on-island scenes are just uh, what's going on in the room that has the glass yeah. I keep I keep saying this, but we really need to get on this time travel thing. You need to write on this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's actually pretty dope. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's, a good, that's a good guess. I like that one. We're going to learn about Henry. Oh, yeah. Okay. What Henry's doing in the hatch. Good old Henry Hatch. Yeah. Henry Hatchins. The Hatch Hitman. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't mentioned Richard Hatch in a while. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Richard Hatch from Survivor or Richard Hatch from Battlestar Galactica? I think either of them. Whenever we mention one, we have to mention the other. Yeah. That's going to come back big for <laughs> the what we're heading into for territory for next season on this show. Yeah, next season, Locke is naked the whole time. <laughs> it's going to be all about Survivor. <laughs> yeah, straight up. It's just him, like, battling flies. You know, the Survivor show seems so way less interesting than Lost. But they don't have polar bears and magical caves that yeah. will send you to Tunisia. Smoke and monsters, Smoke lights, monsters. electromagnetism. Yeah. It's none of that. Yeah, you just got to step your game up, Survivor Island. Yeah. Give I, us some Desmond. intrigue. That would actually be a really cool thing if a season of Survivor, they just tried to make the Lost Island. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, we're taking you to an island that no one knows about. Like, what is it called? Can't tell you. (laughs) Just the island. (laughs) We call it the island. You will communicate with it through Swift What is Lost Island called? Because I know the other one is Hydra Island. Hydra. I don't know if they named this one. I don't think so. Yeah, it's just the island, I suppose. But, yeah, it seems like the island was... Would have been great if they did give it a name. But I guess if they did that, maybe... I don't know what the what the fear in naming it would be. Taking out the mystique out of the show, yeah. I don't think it would do that. And I think it's it's the kind of thing where it doesn't exist in one spot. Mm-hmm. I think that's they talk about that later, like it moves through time and space. 
Mm-hmm. So it's not something that's ever been on a map or anything and been named by anyone. Yeah. Aside from true. the people on it who... So does Hydra So does Hydra Island not move with the Lost Island? I think it does. I think it, it, the Hydra is the Dharma name for it. Okay. Right. Because you have the station too, yeah. right? Like the Hydra station and all that. All right. Yeah. So Dharma should have named the island then. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I bet you they, I bet Dharma did have a name for it. Something... Well, it... I was gonna. It, I'm wrong. I was gonna say something like it would be like D seven two five Echo would be right. like the name, but I don't think so because they already actually gave all their stations actual names. Yeah, the Pearl, the Flame, the you know Hydra Station. All those stations have an actual name based around some kind of some kind of philosophy, whatever the Dharma folk were following. Right. Yeah. Wait, Hydra Island is where the bears were kept when they were doing the third measuring experiments yeah. right but they're loose on the regular island yeah yeah, yeah. i guess there, there must be some explanation yeah. for that we might get it oh. yeah probably not so we just have to come up with it ourselves either they <laughs> swam over there which we've seen polar bears do when they can get a little bit of iceberg they'll oh, yeah. swim until they oh. starve to death i think is what happened <laughs> yeah. in that movie um or maybe it was some part of the experiment was a transporter type experiment Oh, like uh, uh, teleportation. Yeah. Oh, Probably. yeah. Or maybe they went into the uh, the cave that sends people to Tunisia. Oh, yeah. And oh. it just wasn't set for Tunisia at the time. It was set for the neighboring island yeah. or something mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. That would be well, great. Well, it makes sense because, I mean, it does, that's how they get their bones stuck in Tunisia, right? So, I mean, they were transporting them. Yeah. 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 I wonder... Yeah, that that doesn't really. Get, it's not gonna bear any fruit. I was gonna say, I wonder why yeah, the polar bear bears any fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Uh, but but yeah, like it, yeah, that whole Tunisia thing didn't pay off. But uh, that's that's it's like it's a hit or miss with this show mostly. Yeah. So what have you guys been getting lost in? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Chad. Uh, I've still mostly been just playing Magic Arena. Uh, one nice. thing. That's different that I did recently is I have oh the good places but no I already talked about that one. <laughs> um, you know they have a podcast. Oh, I, yeah. I know yeah. that they have a podcast that I've never listened to. Uh, is it? Good? I haven't listened to it either. But there's like people on it, right? Like sure, Mike sure is on. Yeah, Sorry. Like, yeah, a like lot the of the official... people that work on the show. Yeah, because it's an official podcast. Damn, I love that. I love that they have that nowadays. Yeah. It's an official spot where you can actually hear from the creators. Like we did this because of this and that. Well, we we didn't. We don't. We're not so fortunate yeah. with the uh, with this podcast. What I like about it because I've been listening to like the first maybe ten episodes is that I think they started it after the second season, like mm-hmm. in between the second and third seasons, and they're going through it like episode by episode. But they're talking about it. After you already know what happens in the first two seasons, mm-hmm. so I see it's it's more entertaining for me to listen to it now than if I was listening to it like as it was happening. You know what I mean? Because right. they couldn't talk about any of the surprises or anything. Right, right. I see. Huh. All right. No, uh, that's not what I've been getting lost no. in. But well, we've mine, talked about so. it. <laughs> oh, it is yours. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, I think it's no. I think yeah. all three of us have been getting lost in The Good Place. Yeah. You guys should really be watching The Good Place and listening <laughs> to The Good Place podcast. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. And it ties in. It has a nice little tie-in with Lost, too. Yeah. A lot of the story structure is very similar. Yeah. We got a lot of flashback stories. We'll see what happens. Well, probably not so much. Well, yeah, it's a great show. I like it. <laughs> uh, I've been getting lost in... 
Uh, kind of the same stuff, similar to Chad's stuff, where it's more so the same. Where I've just been doing a lot of Stephen King reading, but I did complete the seven novels that are in um, the Dark Tower. I just finished it today, so I was actually pretty happy to finish it. But, nice. but yeah, it's a it's a long, long story. Like it takes place over seven novels, and it it's something that Stephen King had written. He started the first book in 1970, and then didn't complete the the work until like 2004 yeah. but the cool like what i really like about it is like um he wrote the first three novels um and then stopped for a bit and then in 1999 he was hit by a dodge caravan almost died shattered his hip went and that kind of gave him the inspiration to finish it because he almost died and if he died that work would have le- would have been left unfinished but he came back and ended up uh writing the remainder of the stories and one of the more fun things and um uh, not to get too spoilery but later on in the series like book six and seven like Stephen King comes in as a character himself and it's it's a f- <laughs> they, they do it in a fun way yeah, but it's it's crazy good but I don't know I've been digging it so just finished it today so I'm like still riding off the high of that sh- that, that story nice uh, I've been getting lost uh, in the good place stuff also uh, wedding planning been doing a lot of that oh yeah I think I might be getting married this week for you listeners so um the uh, if you uh, know anything that we should be doing while we're on Maui, because we're going to get married on Maui, tweet that at me, at DKJ Comedy, with hashtag Maui. Wowie. <laughs> <laughs> Which ties in perfectly with this episode. Yeah. And if uh, if you are listening, and David is getting married uh, at the time that you're listening, uh, we're going to take a short break. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Or, yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably for like a week or mm-hmm. two. It would be amazing, like, we just put out 17 episodes yeah. the, the week that you get married. Like, <laughs> it's like, wow, he's really busy. Yeah, my family will be here, so I'll have to find reasons to get away from them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, mother and father, I need to be in the studio. We're going to bang out, like, a whole 10 episodes worth yeah. of... Yeah, it's weird that you tell your parents that you have to bang out episodes <laughs> of the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, all, right. all right. Yeah, well, thank you all for listening. Yeah, thank you very much. We appreciate you. Yeah, we do. We really do. Yeah, so keep listening. Uh, yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> tell your... So just, you know, call your kids. Yeah. Call your wife. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what to do. Get lost.